Yeah, we're going to be uncles. <laughs> you guys are going to be uncles. All right, all right, all right. Pay attention. We're going to teach you something real special. Real special today. This is two coins. Two coins. Two coins. With my boy Wally. Wally. Then Ronnie. Then Ronnie. Wherever you're at, we're at. Showing two sides of the same coin. Let me know what y'all think. Two coins. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter today. Yes, sir. So we talked about, like, um, you know, all the uh, cultural differences that go into, like, going into San Jose State and how that shaped you as an adult. Um, but, you know, every guest that we have on this podcast, artist or not, we like to ask them the same question. What question? Regarding an island. I'm like, what island? And I'm going to let Ronnie introduce it. What the fuck? So I'm going to let Ronnie ask it. So you stuck on an island. God damn it. This was not You're part stuck of on an island. You're stuck with. on an island. Okay. And you get five things... That you can eat for the rest of your life. Five foods, okay, five meals, that. you know what I mean? Whatever it is, just five things consistent, but that's all you get to eat for the rest of your life. What are those five things? I have be? hella questions. How general can I be? Like, is meat too general? Yeah, no, it has to be like certain cookings. Like, you know, maybe it's a dish your mom had. Maybe Basically, it's like just like, tell me your five spot. favorite foods. Come. And then, what was the other part of that question? And then, what's your. Okay, and, beef. <laughs> Sorry. And, and we'll go to the food uh, first. We'll bring yeah. up the one after. Sorry that that's number one. I who's making this beef? Who's who's making this beef? Okay, so like, I need like, and the reason I said beef so quickly and first is because I'm thinking about I favorite need meat. foods. I need meat, <laughs> lamb, lamb, beef. I'm Iranian. No, like, <laughs> literally, I was talking lamb, to my friend the other day about like if she could be vegan, and she was like, I can't be vegan. I'm Iranian. Lamb, lamb, beef. And I was like, <laughs> never be fucking. Vegan. I was like, damn girl. Okay, cool. But um. No, the reason I say beef is just because, like, I like steak. Like, I like carne asada. I, I feel like it could, there, there could be so many fucking ways to make this. Tacos, kebabs, literal steaks. And it's fire either way. Granted, if it this is. is on an island and I gotta be cooking it, then I need new answers because I can't be making this steak. No, hey, you can you can have whoever whoever makes it. Like, you know what I mean? Okay, top chef, steak. I mean, that's number one. Okay. I got four more food items. Uh, or little meals that you had growing up. Meals, you know. Anything. Just wow. these are the these are the five things you're gonna Persian eat for the rest cuisine, of your life. Persian cuisine is my favorite. I just have to say I don't know if it's because of my loyalty speaking or my like actual taste buds, but like genuinely, I I need kebabs like Persian, okay. Iranian kebabs. So we got steak. This kebabs. comes with uh uh well same thing because kebab is rice. steak. So so you don't so, want your steak separate like ste- steak mm-hmm, out of cookie. Mm-hmm. You want your steak in a kebab. Absolutely. I need gotcha. my meat on a stick. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I need if I'm picking like top five foods. Number one is kebabs. Now this is there's if anyone wants to go to a Persian restaurant there's sultani which is kubide or um bag which is two different type of steaks bag is basically filet mignon like on a skewer okay and kubide is like minced meat like ground beef like uh mixed with other things like on also a skewer Damn, this okay. is eaten with rice grilled tomato raw onion bite into it and a couple of mint leaves just bite into it so that's <laughs> how bite into that's it. how Use my first hands. that's how my first fucking meal would go okay next yeah that's how fire is fucking now that i take get some now that I've taken care of my loyalty foods in terms of my ethnicity and blood. That's the most detailed answer we've got. Everybody else has been like, you know, chicken, my mom make it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Literally, the bite I'm into it was accurate, bro. I'm a fucking bite into it. Bite into that shit, the rest you cook. But this is how seriously I'm taking this. Number two, now that my loyalty is taken care of with the Iranian foods, let's go Mexican. Like, tacos. Fucking El Pastor is my fave. So okay. Far. So, like, something you'll know about me is I eat all meats, so... But I'm trying to reduce red meats for anyone who's watching. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but like also not really. So we got kebabs, al pastor, and tacos. What else? Damn, I'm a big veggie girl, so, like, if I had to pick any veggie in the world, weirdly enough, it's cabbage. Like, I can eat cabbage raw, cabbage cooked. Like, I just Lifetime supply of cabbage on the island. Right Life slot, uh, yeah, cabbage. <laughs> and then if I'm on an island, throw me a coconut, and okay. then give me one bottle of rum, maybe a couple bottles of rum. You know what? She's the first person to bring up a bottle. Like, you feel me? That's some real shit. Like, motherfuckers forget, like... Because you get an endless supply with that question. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know? Like, you got your four foods. I'm you might as well get you an endless No, I'm on an island. Have you guys ever had a coconut with just, like... A drink in it? No. Dr- okay, here's the thing. I suck with liquor. Chasers are my world. But, like, coconut water... Coconut's the best chaser. Coconut water isn't even that fucking up. Like, you know, like, there's coconut not much flavor. Coconut water is great, though. But yeah. you pour a little bit out or, like, sip a little bit, throw hella rum in it, and, like, it's the best mixture. I've never had it with liquor. Damn, that's crazy. Now it just makes me want to... Rum and coconut? You never had rum and coconut? No, I'm talking about like in a coconut. Yes. Like I've had coconuts, you know what I mean? We have coconuts back home. You need to throw liquor. You talking about because of the gel that's around in the coconut? In an actual fucking room. You got the meat. You got the meat around the coconut. That meat's probably sogging in that rum. (laughs) It is. It is. A couple dashes. It's like jello shots at that point. Yeah, absolutely. That's 100% something I would need. And like... Yeah, other than that, I feel like I fucking covered like, Bro, she got a chill ass island. I ain't gonna lie, just yeah, in terms of food, through, like we need to get to the second part of the question, bro. So what now at this second? island you get five artists that you can listen to. Oh no. No, no, no. not okay. All right. Just word it better, yeah. Five songs. Okay. That's better than artists. Five songs. Damn, but that's also hard. I was about to say, I feel like artists would be a lot easier. Uh, whatever you songs. find easier, just whatever. Five songs or five artists. Damn, okay. Let's but you can't that. be flip-flopping. You got to pick, a, <laughs> pick oh, a line. I want this song that I want this artist. <laughs> Do I get to hang out with the artists and like potentially like, hook up with them? <laughs> Fuck it, it's make-believe. I'm, yes. yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just nah, kidding. you just get a speaker in your island and just bumps it. <laughs> like, hey, guys, I like the, you guys like the song? Yeah, no, cool this song. is actually nah, hard. You kick it with him. So here's what's up. Like, I feel like, nah, because, like, honestly, I'm going to be honest. Like, I like my music, but I can't speak in terms of, like, how the artist's personalities are. So I don't know. Because <laughs> he's like, I, well, yeah, that, honestly, I, I listen to some I artists know, that are kind of dickheads. I don't know how I would want to kick it with them or what, but, like, I'm going to go off genres. Like, in terms of, like, one genre, like, I feel like if I would, like, satisfy my reggae slash, like, like beach bummy music it would be either like revolution or red hot chili peppers like that's okay. one if we're talking about people that you gotta are pick dead, one you gotta pick one you gotta pick one dead or alive it doesn't matter okay. the dead or alive is i'm talking about the red hot chili peppers fine, or the fine, revolution fine. or you can chili- put both of them you got three left fine red hot chili peppers i'll get back to you on the, the revolution okay, for sure. but red hot chili okay. peppers and then those that are dead in terms of like oldies like queen like i okay. would i and i know people are like queen really but like yeah queen really <laughs> that's my answer hell yeah um good choice but like not for me no, honestly no. <laughs> um, i like the suggestion but no yeah, yeah, yeah. and i hate <laughs> like, this is my island not yours. this is my island wally you can visit um i don't tell michael jackson on my shit <laughs> I should be naked on the island kicking it. <laughs> am I al- am I allowed to say Eminem for number three? Like I'm sorry. Like <laughs> you're allowed to say whatever the if, fuck you if want. I'm, if I'm, you don't gotta if, ask. Okay, okay, you right. If I'm like satisfying my rap genre, it is Eminem. Okay. Like I think for me, Eminem's still in my top five. Rap yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like, give a fuck with nobody. Like, Twitter says. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but fuck the Twitter culture nowadays. Yeah. I feel like we grew up through two different. Twitter He's still cultures. top five all time. Quote me on it. I wouldn't say that, but I feel you on that. Top five all time. Go ahead. Yeah, no, like, don't get me wrong. I feel like uh, there's, in the rap, like, genre, there's hella that I 
probably could say that I have songs here and there that I know, like front and back. But in terms of an artist that I know the majority oh, of the songs yeah, front see, and back, it would be Eminem. <laughs> yeah. And then, okay. Yeah, okay, so you, That's, got, you, Red got, Hot, three. you got Red Hot Chili Peppers, Eminem. Who's the other one? I oh, Queen. Queen. Okay, I feel like I got some good, like, genres in there. You, you my other back two to might be a little embarrassing. No, I'm not going to come back, back to Revolution. I'm not allowed to open my Spotify either, huh? Okay. She wants to say, oh, wait, she wants to say Taylor Swift, but she doesn't. I don't want to say Taylor Swift. <laughs> Wally, do you know me or something? Uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. No, honestly, that, I admit, that is, like, the She's inner like, white. She's yeah, like, add her to the list. The inner white Taylor. that is. But no, I feel like there are, like, there are other people that I could state before that. Although, yeah. yes, I admit it, okay? No, I'm saying, what do you I grew want? up in Pleasantine. I like Taylor Swift. There are songs. Um, so you don't want Taylor Swift at the island? No, no, no. no, no <laughs> not I'm not going to lie. Adele might be on my island. Adele is not Bro, on my of, island. Talk about like 24 hours of just beauty, beautiful voice. Name one bad Adele song. You cannot do it. No, you can't because it's all Bro, amazing. Adele doesn't make music. She makes a fucking like... She makes it, anthems. Yeah, She bro, makes like, lifetime classic records. She, she, she yeah, makes bro. shit that you buy on vinyl 40 years later. Oh my god, but anyway, tripping? Okay, hold on. No, 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 no. I like, I want to I wanna look at my And she said right kebabs, T-Pain, tacos, al pastor, coconuts, and rum. I'm what was that fifth one? Um... I didn't have a fifth one, I don't think. But in terms of food... Coconuts like, and rum can count as two separate... Oh my god, how have I not said this? I'm so fucking sorry. I'm sorry that I haven't said this. Mac Miller. Mac Miller. Okay. I'm sorry, Arlene. Okay. I'm not... I'm is not. that four or is that three? That's, that's four. four. That's four. four. And for my fifth, I'm like teeter-tottering between two. Who are the two? Um, oh, it wins. Rihanna. It's going to okay. be Rihanna. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't even want to say the fifth so one now, because I wasn't cheating for So you said Red Hot Chili Peppers, Queen, Taylor Swift. No, I didn't say fucking Eminem. Taylor Swift. Motherfuck. <laughs> we're, we're trying to force that in there. Can you not? This whole podcast is about how much I grew from Pleasanton into, into San Jose. Can we not bring Taylor Swift in it? No, it was like Red Hot Chili Peppers, Queen. Eminem. Eminem, Mac Rihanna. And, and Rihanna. And, was and then, the honestly, like, if I could, like, I, I mean, like, this is the embarrassing one. Not even the Taylor Swift one, but, like, I'm not even embarrassed about this. I'm owning this shit. Like, I would die to see Miley Cyrus live if I have not yet. And I've been since freshman year. Remember Get I'm It Right? I'm not going to sit here and lie like I wasn't watching Hannah Montana at 14, 15. <laughs> no, you remember Get It Right? Freshman yeah, year? Yeah, remember yeah, how much yeah. I fucking vibed with that song? Like, that yeah, is, yeah, like, yeah. She was the shit, man. Like, <laughs> she's still the shit. <laughs> she was and the to be shit, honest man. with you, okay, fuck you, Wally, fuck you, Ronnie. <laughs> but she finally found her motherfucking Sound and it's rock. Like stop with the rap, stop with the pop, like stop with everything. It's like straight up rock. She had doing songs with, mm-hmm. with Wiz Khalifa and Mike Will made it. <laughs> but those are probably I can't believe Mac Miller wasn't my first one. I like Rest in peace. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, I can't P. believe that that wasn't so what's the first that last food that you have in there though? Okay, so I said the Persian, the Mexican, the cabbage. The cabbage oh, the, gets, no, you the got cabbage five, gets hey, its own category. Hey, you got five then, yeah. That's, that's co- five? Coconut, rum, cabbage. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> coconut, <laughs> rum, cabbage. We just cabbage. I'm a really low-maintenance girl. Like, just throw me the coconut, <laughs> rum, and cabbage, and I'm good for the whole year. Because you can get creative with that shit, though, so it's all good. I mean, so, shit, so. you got kebabs, cabbage, and fucking tacos? Yeah, no. Kebabs, cabbage? Like, I'm set, dog. Like, and I, I got fucking Like, queen. I can't even say Italian, because, like, I, kebabs, I, I'm not, like, pasta's dope. But like pasta is not my number one. Like, but I'm not gonna lie. I love pasta, but I get sick of that shit. If that's all I can make a fucking pasta. Come I on. love Chinese food. Like also, like not maybe not up there. I love dim sum, but maybe not up there. If it was up to me, my mom would be just chefing it, cooking all my top five meals. Really? Yeah. And what are those, Wally? 
Ah, uh, you put me on the spot now. <laughs> now I gotta answer the question. How the turns of the tables? Any variation of chicken and rice that my moms make it, is better than any variation Hands of chicken and rice I could have anywhere else. My and mom then, also like, makes great variations. Yeah, and then like any Sudanese food. So we got like food, which is like fava beans, and then we got like alsida, which is like a meat stew with like a carbonated like uh, bread loaf on top, and then. Uh, Honestly, bro, any like I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. leave right. the last two up to her, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, I feel, bro. You no, know, no, like, I feel you I, on that. I trust her judgment For more real. than anybody else. I guess if we're talking about Persian food, I will say like I said kebab, but like not many people have heard of fesenjun, and fesenjun looks not appetizing. Okay, it is this uh, what we call choresht, and choresht is like a stew. That's the, like okay. the best English translation I can think of. But yeah. like it, it's a kind of like like you know tikka masala, like how yeah. it kind of is like a watery it's not a like stew. substance. It's like its stew. own thing that you yeah, can't yeah. Really translate. Yeah. Like it, you can't translate it. Yeah. But like uh, like butter dish. chicken tikka masala, like, that's the only thing I can think of in terms of like there's a meat and like a type of like sauce that's like yeah. well it's over like the a, rice. It's a curry. That's what fes- okay. It's a curry. So that's what fesenjun is, and it's heavily walnut based. So like okay, okay. my best friend Natasha. Shout out Natasha. I can't have it because she's allergic to nets. Sorry that I said that on, on this podcast. She, she's like, stop telling people I'm allergic to nets. She threw you under the bus. <laughs> I did. She's like, it's not my weak point. But like, I love it because it's walnuts and uh, pomegranate. So it's a little bit sweet. Little, like, I don't even know how to explain it. It looks like literal feces on a, <laughs> on a piece of rice. So it doesn't look appetizing, but it smells great. That might be my favorite fucking Persian food. Fuck and yeah. number two, if no one's ever talked about it here, let me be the first. Tadig, which is crispy rice. And, like, there's different ways to... You know how you make rice in a pot? No rice cooker, but a pot. Yeah, You could do it in a rice cooker, too. But, like, you put a little bit of oil. You let it crisp for a little bit longer. You flip it over almost like a cake. The top is crispy, right? The middle is all just regular rice. The top is crispy. Crispy rice. And that's, like, like tadig. And so if you slice potatoes on the very top, that becomes potato tadig. If you slice a little piece of bread, even if it's tortilla or lavash or, like, any type of bread... It's dope tadig bread, and then you can also slice motherfucking, what's the third? Okay, so there's rice, there's potato, and there's, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I'm almost there. <laughs> no, not me. Rice, tadig, potato, tadig, fucking, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. It's like leaves Oh my god, I'm or? tripping. No, it's not leaves. It's, okay, Fruit? so this. Rice. No, it's not fruit. So we got rice. We got the potato. I actually bread. think that might be it. We got the potato, the bread, and the rice. Okay. 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 I think that might be it. But my favorite is the bread and then the potato. Damn, hell yeah. That is it. I feel like that whole thing just replaced whatever you had said earlier. Yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> fuck, fuck the carne asada and all that. Keep the rum. She just want all that. Yeah, bro. All I need is my dad, my brother, my mom, and a grill. And the resources Fuck on yeah. an island, and I'm eating good. There you go. Uh, all, yeah. all I need is my mom, and she can pick the five meals. That's to be the, honest, the I'm, best I'm gonna keep it simple, but not to like completely switch the topic up. Um, you mentioned earlier that you studied biomedical engineering, right? Oh yes, yes. So now, <laughs> given the fact that we're almost a decade removed from our first year of college, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Gross. Uh, okay, so that's I, crazy. Now that Gross. we're all working adults in our mid twenties, um, what would you say? You know. Having the first-hand experience is the biggest challenge for, like, women in STEM or, like, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a male-dominated space. It is 100% a male-dominated space. Um, Okay, so I'll start with the obvious, which is that, you know, we all know in different categories of life that representation matters. And, like, I think in terms of young uh, girls 
Or anyone, really. Like, what the fuck? Did we really know what the fuck we were picking back back in, what, 15, 16, applying to all these colleges? No, I didn't. Did you? No. Like, it was literally, I was a senior in high school one day. I was high. I was, I was sitting on my living room, and then my dad came up to me. He's like, hey, man, we should do your <laughs> your, your college applications. It's like, you're good at math and science, so you should probably apply for engineering. I'm like, yeah, good idea, pops. And then I applied for engineering. But then I ended up switching my major within engineering, like two years into my college career. But to answer the question, no, nobody knows what the fuck. Wait, what was your initial major then? Civil engineering. Oh, but then you switched to what? Industrial. Industrial. Oh, that's I wanted to switch to business. You I wanted to go out of engineering. Though. Okay, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I went from civil engineering to audio production. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember. Hey, good shit, I remember. Man. Talking I remember. about a whole, like, man, I'm just yeah. put my feet. I don't remember if it was you or Nick, but one of you called me into your rooms and you were like, can you help me with this AutoCAD homework that I have? Uh, and I'm like, that's no. Probably, that's probably Nick. <laughs> I was like, sure, I got you. But nah. yeah. No, like, we were way too young to pick that shit. And like, let's be honest, representation does matter. And like, as I age, like, the one thing I would like to point out in that that follows is finding a female mentor is a little bit harder because since it's a male dominated world but like that being said like i'm speaking for a lot of women like i'm being the representation for a lot of women in stem which is science technology engineering and math for those who like don't know but um for you know for them like it it might be hard not finding a female mentor for me i'm blessed to say that i do have a mentor he is a male but like top notch a one he's like all the girls that i know they do this (laughs) no i love him he's he's a fellow mentor of mine and like he's guided me through everything but also like maybe maybe if i think deeper about it like maybe i can't ask him a couple things that i would want to a female mentor you know maybe he won't relate actually absolutely he won't relate on a couple things that i would want to so i mean i'm sure you guys have all heard of imposter syndrome yes Fake it till you make it. That's literally how I'm surviving. Let me fucking, (laughs) let me define imposter syndrome for you because, so essentially fake it till you make it. Basically like the constant feeling that you're a phony and like you just got lucky, right? Like everything I've done in life, like I just got lucky. Like I was in the right place at the right time. Like I didn't earn this. Like I'm an imposter. Like anyone who actually asks me a question, holy shit, don't do it because I might not answer correctly because I don't know anything. My dad told me, my dad told me he was like, whatever you're doing, even if you don't know what the fuck it is you're doing, yeah, just do it with like some level of confidence. Thanks. And it's like and the you'll more convince learn, people that you know what the fuck it is. So that's what I've been doing. Just like, like I don't know what this is, but here it is. Like I, I know what I'm doing, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and it You're is. It's yeah. so fucking true, dude. That if you present it with confidence, if you present it, like it people delivers. accept it that way. Damn, it is, and, and and probably not to like bring a whole female aspect into this, but probably especially more as a man too. Yeah. Like especially in some of these fields. And, um, yes, in school, it was already a, like, male-dominant world to the point where, like, you know, I come into some classes sometimes and, like, I don't know, like, it, like I'm, I have been in classes where I'm the only You're, like, one of female. five women in the class. No, 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 no. In the I, whole auditorium. I have been the only female. I have been yeah. the one only female in some classes at San Jose State. How, how, how big were those classes? It was a workshop. So it was a math workshop, I remember, and I was the only fucking female. Um, right before no, I came here... A good example is... Chemistry, like we all took chemistry together, right? I remember that. We for sure did. Yeah, I took took chem. It's Fondiari, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's a good example because a, she's a woman, and b, she's a person. She was a shit. She was a good teacher. Yeah, she was a dope teacher. 
But no, I've I've she was bad, bro. I ain't gonna lie. She was hella bad. She was hella bad. She was yeah, yeah. She's But yeah, no, hella like dirt. But no, there's definitely like been classes that I've been in, and right before I came here, I actually like had a baby shower with my old BME friend from San Jose State, and I asked her this question. I was like, "Yo, I'm doing a podcast. Like, like, what do you think of this question?" And what like really tripped me up was she was like, "Dude, there's been classes because she's similar to me. Like, she does her hair. She wears makeup. She I don't know. She's like a she." gives a fuck about like you know a regular shit female. that like some people might not and it's cool that some people might not but this is like who i am and i own it whatever it's yeah, who yeah. she is and she owns it and she's like dude i've been in classes where like first day of class people are like oh sorry like you're in the wrong class like you know <laughs> no that shit that shit has happened and like to you're give too you too bad to be you're in not this dorky class. enough to be in this class <laughs> it's not even it's it's fucked up because like fuck that dorky shit like it's not even about being dorky but it's like damn like the minute you, like, even put effort into anything that isn't maybe academic, yeah, yeah, Nobody takes it serious. No one's yeah. going to take you seriously anymore. And there have been, like, this is the one anecdote that I will give. Like, I've been told, like, I don't remember. Actually, there's been two situations. But one one time I was told, like, oh, like, as soon as they found out my degree, they were like, oh, like, you're uh, way smarter than you look. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn. I've gotten that so much. Yeah. Oh, you're so articulate. <laughs> Like, what the you, fuck like, you expect me to sound like? Fuck out of here. That's similar. That's, That's not a compliment. Similar. I take that as an insult, to be honest. Yeah. And, and, dude, Walid, I spent forever trying to process that comment and be like, is this a compliment? Is this, does he think that I'm, like, is he saying I'm cute? Is he saying I sound dumb? Is he saying, because like, what the fuck are you saying? If we're being honest, sometimes so I talk down to motherfuckers. You said what? Sometimes I be talking down to motherfuckers. Oh, facts, man. I mean... That's talking down right there. You're smarter than you look. So yeah, I like, look I'm down. smarter than you, bitch. You don't tell that? me I'm articulate. Like, yeah, what's, the, what the fuck is up right there? Yeah. And then not to mention, there was one time in, in Pleasanton, like senior year, right before I like came to college, and this dude asked me in my honor, like pre-calc class, like honors pre-calc, like, oh, what are you studying? And I was like, oh, uh, like uh, biomedical engineering. And he was like, Oh, wow. No, no, he legit laughed. Granted, this is a bad example because I feel like he was genuinely just like a little bit on the extra side of being kind of rude. (laughs) A dick, yeah. But I experienced it. And by the way, you guys, I already have the fucking doubt. I don't need it from you. So it's like for you to laugh and be like, good luck is like, holy shit. Oh, my God. Am I, can I do this? Like, you know, I don't need that right now. It's, yeah. So, anyways, that was the fucking preface of, like, academic life in engineering. And then come the corporate America life of... of corporate America is so different, too. <laughs> it is different. It is different. Uh, college does... I'm not going to lie. College prepares you for it, but not in, like, the academic sense. Everything I learned in the classroom, I don't apply in, like, my day-to-day work life. It, it's, like, insignificant. But what it did teach me was how to be, like, resilient and, like, how to finish a task from start to finish... And it's like how to, you know, be pre- like studying for a test. Yeah. Like the preparation that goes into that translates into the workplace, even though it might not be a test with the same exact subject matter. Yeah. It's like okay, maybe you have like a presentation in front of like some executive. Yeah. So you gotta pre- you yeah. gotta be prepared for that. Yeah. So it Can teaches you, do you like A, B, and C to succeed. It gives you the, yeah. the work ethic in the workplace. Succeed, jump like, through this fire hoop can you do it can you do it yeah. like that's all what college is can you jump can you jump and then if you do it you're like oh cool you made it to the next level and then in work it's like can you jump can you jump yeah. that's like the same shit I don't know but I'm not gonna that's lie like, I mean, so like a lot of the dudes uh, <laughs> the dudes exactly a lot of the people that I work with are dudes 
<laughs> like, do you have any females in your workspace? There are, but it's like, how um, do you treat them? So the women I work with on a day to day basis, one of them is like a customer service rep, which is kind of like, a, it's like lower on the totem pole. Like, so she doesn't really, I mean, I work treat her normally, I, I, I treat her like I do everybody else, but I can see other people treating her like with not the same level of respect and ignoring her emails and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, there's not as much rep- representation in like the more higher up like positions that get to call the shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like yeah, my take on corporate America engineering worker is very that like, yes, it's male dominant and like number two, you would think that like the few females that there are in your workspace, like y'all are going to be like, would, have to, would get to have some voice homies, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. whatever. I've been warned from other STEM females that, like, yo, these girls just, like, just keep your eye out more than others because, like, although it seems like y'all are, like, you know, minorities and, like, together, like, the competi- the competition is even more within this. Personally, let me, let me finalize that with, like, I have not experienced that. In my companies that I've been in, every female I've worked with has, have built each other up. And so I haven't felt that, like, extra competition. Animosity or nothing. Animosity. But with that being said, let me just, like, reflect th- real quick that, like, if I have a very stupid question, something I'm embarrassed about, like, I don't really know who to ask, tell me why I would rather go to a dude. A dude. <laughs> like, I would rather go to a male engineer and ask as opposed to a female yeah. because maybe I do get the vibes that that female is going to be like, oh, damn, she hella stupid. Yeah. And, like, I'm about to go tell everybody else. Like, type thing. It's whereas like a doggy dog type Exactly. Thing. Whereas a dude is going to, like, genuinely answer my question. And now here's my cynical side coming out. Yeah. There's three I, reasons I why those say, dudes are genuinely being sweet, <laughs> right? I, I was just going to say, as a dude. Number one. Speaking as a dude in STEM, like. I feel like your options for finding support and finding, like, mentors are way more, I think. It's, like, the balance is, like, Right, there's how mentors do like, here and there. I, I have a mentor now. Like, my mentor, like, at my work is, like, low-key my direct supervisor who offered me the job and who's, like, been taking me under his wing for the past year. Okay. Shout out to Eric. He definitely doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> but, you know. Thank God, shit. Yeah. But he's, like, he's like work. a dude in his mid-30s, you know? So, like, he's, he's hip, he's younger, and he's, like, good at his job, so he's kind of, like, able to guide me on what he's doing but me and him couldn't be any more different you know like he's like a 35 year old you know white dude who played he's from minnesota like he played on the football team in college damn he was part of a frat and now he's like doing this like he's a sales guy and i'm his project manager who projects who project manages his sales but yeah. me and him have like a work connection that's like super tight Hell to where yeah. like i can like vent to him about shit and he no can way. vent to me about shit and he's like i almost look at him like my big brother and it's like if it wasn't for work me and him would have never said two words to each other on the street. <laughs> that's crazy. Literally. But it's like, I feel like... Isn't that weird? As a male, that's crazy to think that type of experience is easier to come by. Yeah. Facts. No, Especially it is. That field. A, I didn't ask for it. I just stumbled Literally, statistically speaking, there are more opportunities to, for you to have those relationships than there are for me, right? Yeah. Potentially. In, in the workforce of engineering, whatever. I don't even say potentially. I, that's definite. Because I feel like people in your generation is like that second generation of women you know what i mean in the sense of like people before you this was like groundbreaking shit you know what i mean now you guys are like on the heels of them breaking that ground right so it's like now you're gonna be one of many mentors for girls that come up after you You and that's what i think that's what's really necessary is for like little girls to see that and be like dude like holy shit she's doing it like 
an opportunity for a mentor. Like, I actually didn't have much of that besides my mom. But, like, also I had my dad. So it was very, like, male dominant for me. Um, Especially, like, in college. I feel like I, I never had a mentor in college. I just had to figure shit out oh, by myself. Oh, me neither. Me neither. Yeah. So it was like, now having a mentor in the workplace is, like, really fucking... And you like your helps. mentor. And yeah. You're, and you're... Yeah, Me yeah. and him are tight. We golf together all the time. Oh, my God. Like, tell Bobby. Yeah, like, yeah, me and him are tight. Like, <clears throat> and dope. I'm telling you, like, we're exact opposite personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the more, like braggadocious like he's loud like he's like the sales bro just sitting there like he played football and shit and i'm just like the more laid-back guy like yeah, in yeah, the yeah. background but me and him are compatible but maybe that does go into saying that like dude how much like it might be male to male not saying that i don't love my male mentor but like i'm sure a female mentor would give me a little bit more insight like yeah. even in my internship when i worked at nasa like i remember like i encountered this like kind of like weirdo it dude that like made me feel uncomfortable i would not have gone to my male mentor to tell about that, that. yeah and honestly like i did actually also have a male mentor at nasa and i loved him and maybe i could have and maybe but there's the thing a, is he would like care he just only... didn't know what to do yeah whereas the female mentor i went to cared and knew what to do well there's only there's certain things that because she's dealt with it unfortunately i mean that's like you fucking in middle school you know what i mean you have your period for the first time and like what's a dude teacher gonna do like, right he could be like i care <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't I'm have gonna, advice. I'm gonna find you the first female to take care of what you exactly. got going on. Like, like I'm not saying that the love and the care and the effort isn't there from the men. I'm just saying the experience <laughs> and the like expertise. It's just they don't know what the fuck is different. Yeah. It's different, right? Like we've dealt with a little bit of different shit, but oh, yeah. um, <laughs> a lot of different shit. A lot of I mean? different shit. But yeah, yeah, no. Um, um, yeah. No, that's what's up. Yeah. Okay, just to wrap it up, do you think it's like, is it still a challenge? As a woman in the STEM major? I would say so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's still a lot of work to be done. Yeah, I, I absolutely think there's going to be work to be done until there is like a s- statistically comparable number between men and female in the STEM uh, field. And that's going to take a while. Like, it that's going to be when our kids are our age. And you know what? It you starts I mean? with people like trying to not scare people off of STEM. Because STEM is scary. I get it. Like it sounds hard and it is hard and it. But honestly, what I have learned is all this shit is hard. So just pick one, like, and just go. Because <laughs> it is hard. Like, my my family, like, encouraged and supported the engineering field. And now that I'm here, I'm like, yo, like, I thought I was going to be rich and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And my dad's like, baby, honey. That takes time. <laughs> of mine. Yeah. She's like, no, not even the, not even the, it takes time. You can't get rich off this. Engineering is going to make you comfortable in the Bay Area. Like, live comfortably. But you want to get rich, you got to invest. You got to, like, do shit. And I'm like... One thing people don't speak about is the work stress. And, like, the work, like, responsibilities and how that takes a toll on you. As, like, a young 20-something-year-old, you're not supposed to be dealing with that much, like, burnout and stress and, like, shit from work. But that's the time when they want to use y'all when you got the energy like that. You know what I mean? Because that's when you're ripe and you're, like, at the bottom of the totem pole. And that's when you can do the most bitch work. But I can recognize when somebody's giving me some bitch work. Oh, well, and I'm, me the type of dude like I'm, I'm, I'm fighting that like, like anything that doesn't get me fired, I'm willing to try it. If that means challenging yeah. a coworker, if that means like not doing shit that's not in my job, like I'm gonna do it. Like if it, if if it means I'm not gonna get fired. Right. Yeah. And but it took me a while to learn that. Right. Like you gotta go through the motions. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's like hella hard to get fired. It is like once you realize they need you. Once you realize your value and your worth within a couple, like, once I realized my value, like, all right, if, 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 if they fire me tomorrow, where would the company go? 
Sure, yeah. And then I calculated that in my head. I'm like, but right, also, I got like, some leverage here. It's scary because, yeah. like, in corporate America, hella people are replaceable. What I've learned is, like, yeah, like, it's not, it, it's hard to get fired, but if you fuck up, if you make a mistake, hopefully that company, like, that company doesn't usually fire you, but if your, like, integrity is questioned and, like, you do something that, like, fucks up your trust and shit in the company, that's when you're, like... Yeah, but then that but, just like, comes you're down to being a solid that. individual. Right, like and I'm not, I'm not gonna do some like untrustworthy yeah, exactly. bullshit. And you're so, you're but it's like if I'm getting played, I'm gonna call it out, even if it makes everybody uncomfortable. Fact. And you should, and you should. I don't give a fuck about how my coworkers feel. I don't care. Like my friends, my family, I, I like I care more about how they feel if I say some uncomfortable shit. But I'm more willing to say some uncomfortable shit around my coworkers who I don't give a shit about Absolutely. outside of work. Absolutely. You know, so yeah. it's like. I'm going to make sure, like, I'm dealt with and taken care of at work. No one's ever going to fire you for that way. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. yeah. your integrity is tacked. Like, so that's one thing I tell everybody. Just... Good shit. Just fuck... Like, even if they're, like, 20 years older than you, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Nah, facts, bro. No, dude. And, like, to wrap it up, like, 100% something I've learned is, like, nobody fucking 20 years older, 40 years older, like, we're all the fucking same. It's Apart from some extra experience and shit, but, like... It's a stupid adult, every, right? Dude, the faking until you make it thing for anyone who's, in, in like, encountering imposter syndrome, like, it's a very real thing, and just, like, don't trip out. Like, yeah. I spent I spent at least seven shit. months showing up to work, sitting in front of a computer, not knowing what the fuck I was doing, <laughs> and pretending like I knew shit. Until I finally figured it out on my own. And then I was promoted to project manager. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what it takes, though. Like, even if you feel like you're incompetent, like that's because I feel like a lot of people get steered away by feeling like they're not cut out for the job. It's like no, I felt like I wasn't cut out for the job the whole first year I was there. But it's just like just kind of like go with the flow. That's the imposter. Just, just fucking, just worry about yourself and everything will work. Like if you just worry about like, all right, I'm gonna just do whatever it takes to collect my paycheck. And go home and make sure I'm fed. Everything else will take care of itself. Yeah, for sure. Damn. Nah, hell yeah, bro. It's a good spot to wrap it up, though. That was hell good, yeah. you guys. Nah, we appreciate you coming on. Like, I know it was a long time coming. A long time coming. You know what sure. I mean? It's a long-ass episode. I love it, though. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm sorry it was so long. I'm clearly a fucking ain't, ain't talker. No, ain't no apologizing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're right, actually, you're right. We actually had a bunch of good conversations, too. You know what I mean? We did. Like, and, like, honestly, only, like, 30% was caught on camera. Like, I really feel like we caught up before this. So, I'm going to tell you this. Guys. Anytime I have to tap, uh, like, I have to tap Ronnie or Ronnie has to tap me, be like, all right, we're going a little bit too much longer than we should. That, that means it's a good episode. Yeah. Aww. That always means it's that a good That means, episode. like, let's cut the shit off so we can talk offline. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Damn. Yeah, no, next time I will be back with Arlene. Like, we're going to do this again. Shout out to Arlene. But shout out to Arlene because I know I love you. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. There will this be no Well, as usual, it's your boy Ronnie. And I'm Wally, the other side of the coin. And we out. Mm-hmm.